The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. 19 radio stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Search The Huge Show on the iHeart app. Anywhere in the world, you get mobile service. You can listen live weekdays at 3. It's the day after show you never wanted to do. Halftime, I was on the American Airlines app. Looking at the outrageous flight tickets, it didn't matter. We're doing our show out there two weeks, one week, I don't know. And at the end of the game, I'm hitting a drive through on the way home, and it's 34 degrees. And the Lions season is over. Unbelievable. Let's go talk to Scott Hansen. Does an awesome job for the NFL Network, host of the NFL Red Zone channel. You see him on the NFL Network. He is standing by in the roast umber Coffee guest sign and Scott here in the state of Michigan, still a state of shock. Now, Bill, I, I just heard what you said there and, and I feel your pain. I, uh, I arranged this where we arranged this interview last week and I sincerely thought it could be a rejoicing and looking ahead combination appearance for me on the huge show. And instead, I get to join all those born and raised in the state of Michigan or those who live there now or those, those around the NFL universe who have found themselves in the, the attracting orbit of this amazing Detroit Lions bunch in lamenting that it is. It has come to an end, and uh, who knows what the next year ahead looks like. Where, bad, bad times. Where'd you grow up in Michigan? Rochester, Rochester. Oh. Yep, born, born and raised. Fifteen, yeah, yeah. On the back roads, fifteen to eighteen minutes away from the Pontiac Silverdome mm. with so, season tickets to the Lions. Uh, all those years, I just was going to ask yep. that. Yeah, Lions fan. So, all right. So, your NFL Network host and Red Zone. You guys are doing that usually during the year with all the games going on. Uh, your thoughts on what you were going through when you see halftime. When you look at what the Lions oh. did to the Niners. In San Francisco in the first half, one of the best halves of football ever under Dan Campbell, considering yeah. NFC yeah. Championship game on the road against the one seed. And then that infamous call where it's really not on Campbell because Reynolds dropped the ball, and here comes Big Mo on the San Fran side, and you can almost feel what was coming. Yeah. I, look, at, I, I don't remember a game this year we've played in the NFL. We've played somewhere in the neighborhood of 280 games. I do not remember a game that was first half, second half. Absolutely. One team couldn't do anything wrong and the other team couldn't do anything right. And then flip-flopping it the other way around. I had texted some buddies. I had buddies that were going to come into Vegas and I don't know how I was going to be able to score as many Super Bowl tickets as I was going to need to get my childhood friends in for the big game. I said, this is over. The Detroit Lions offensive line has won this game in the first half. I mean, they were getting anything they wanted to. When you're running Montgomery and Gibbs in between the tackles, and it's it's second and three on a regular basis, and then Ben Johnson had them completely off, off balance with hitting them inside, going outside the play action. I said, this game is, this game is done. Like the most absurd things would need to happen for the Lions not to close this game out in the second half. And then sure enough, yeah, 
And, and it wasn't just one thing, in my opinion. Uh, yes, the, the the Campbell aggressiveness caught up with him at the end. I think the second time issuing the field goal and going forward on fourth down was probably worse than the first. Reynolds has got to catch that ball. He, Reynolds has got to catch the uh, the third and ten ball that uh, ended up being a a three and out uh, when he dropped it right right in his chest. Uh, but then the Gibbs fumble immediately after the Niners touchdown, and then, of course, the play that preceded that and two or three plays earlier, the the Jose Canseco ricochet off of the helmet <laughs> and into the arms of the defender. Now, only you and I and the old-timers will get that reference. Do you remember that, Jose Yeah, Canseco? it's, it's kind of like the Jose off the noggin meets the immaculate the reception, noggin. too. There you go, Bill. There you go. And, and I, everything needed to go wrong. For the Lions not to be able to close that out, and they still had a chance at the end, but it was it was it was disastrous, disastrous. They they were complicit in their own demise, uh, and and then the, the Niners are still a championship quality team, and the breaks all went San Francisco's way in the second half. Sad, sad time. So Scott, as a growing up a Lions fan there on the east side of the state of Rochester, NFL Network Red Zone Channel host, that's not the end. But is it the beginning of something consistent and special? I, I won't throw Dynasty out there. Maybe if they would have won a Super Bowl this year, you could have had that argument over a beer. But it's yeah. not the end. But based on their youth, golf is still young, ton of salary cap room, most of any of the four remaining playoff teams. Their window is just opening up. I, I think there is a four till seven year window because they're so young. They have more young guys helping out oh, yeah. as rookies than I've ever seen in the oh. NFL. So I believe there's a four to seven year window for them to exercise blowing that game last night and get those demons behind them like they did this year with a lot. A hundred percent, hundred percent agree. Uh, I would also caution your audience to, to listen to the words of Dan Campbell, though, because in his post-game news conference, as emotional as he was and as red as his nose gets, win or lose at the end of games when he's standing there at the podium in front of the microphone, he said it. He said two things. One, just the nature of the NFL, this team, this group of 53, is never going to be together again. Uh, and, and that's something that, that can't be forgotten, that this was a special, special group of Hashtag all grit, and and they won't be now. It might be role players that are that are leaving, and not the stars, and not certainly not the young nucleus of this team. But but this team, as we know it, will will not be exactly together again. The second thing is, there's no more sneaking up on anyone. There's no they are the king of the hill in the NFC North, and the, the Vikings, the Bears, the Packers are all going to treat it that way. And then the other teams, they got a first-place schedule now coming back this next year in 2024. So those things you need to caution yourself for. That being said, what you just illustrated there, young star players, salary cap room, Jared Goff blossoming and playing in that system as, as well as you could ask a quarterback to play for, for chunks at a time. Uh, this, this is going to be a four to seven window, 47-year window of contending for the division and then maybe putting a magical playoff run together and, and excising that demon that we had developed yesterday. I mean, I, I say this, the, the, the draft classes, the last two draft classes are just, just lights out. Yeah. I mean, not, not only special rookie players, 
but guys that didn't act like rookies during the year. I mean, I know the Gibbs fumble yesterday, but Jameer Gibbs is a star running back. David Montgomery is not young anymore, but you know, by the running back standards, but Montgomery's offseason acquisition was unbelievable. That one-two punch that they've got in the backfield is fantastic. And then Sam Laporta put together one of the best rookie tight end seasons we have seen since Rob Gronkowski or if you want to go back further than Gronk, you know who had the best rookie tight end that, that, in terms of numbers that Laporta put up? Mike friggin' Ditka had the numbers <laughs> in a rookie tight end season that Sam Laporta had. And, th- and that's it. That's the discussion. Sam Laporta, Rob Gronkowski, Mike Ditka well, uh, uh, put up t- numbers as rookie tight ends. That kid and that kid playing through pain the way that he did, uh, you know, after injuring himself in the, in the, in the first game of the playoffs, Tough, tough stuff. Yeah, uh, and then, of course, the offensive line right. is, is one of the best in the NFL. Um, Hutchinson and the defense got to step up and get a little bit better, but they're yep. capable, especially if they're playing for, what, with a lead. And then the coaching staff has, has a uh, – it's a cliche, but the culture established there that's going to be fun for, for Detroit and Michigan sports fans to watch for years to come. Yeah, by the way, in those young uh, guns for the Lions, uh, don't forget about Brian Branch on defense. But what was interesting, Hello. Uh, but Hello. I saw I saw a stat, and then, and I didn't notice this because, again, the game, I'm in a you know packed bar, you know, having a watch party, da-da-da, is that, and I wonder why Branch, I'd only see him occasionally. He only played 27 of the 66 defensive snaps, but he was the highest pro football focus graded Detroit defender Yet he didn't even play half the time last night. No one's talked about yeah, that, that. No, you know what? That's the first time hearing of this. Right. I hadn't checked PFF grades, and I didn't see the snap count. So thank you for informing me. Um, that's a question for the coaching wow. staff. And, and Dan Campbell undoubtedly had a reason for it because they're, they're certainly not afraid of – I mean, I can't even say not afraid of it. They love having that young man in the game because he is a game changer. He's a thumper. And uh, mm. and he can be, he can play he can play the dual fold role that a safety has to play in the NFL wow. coverage and stepping up and, and playing against the run. I had not heard that, but I I gotta think that Dan Campbell, whether it was today or tomorrow, will be doing kind of a you know an exit interview media session, and maybe someone will bring that up. And who knows? Maybe Branch was playing through something. I right. I don't know, but but uh, no, that young man is a uh, he's an absolute seventy five percent snap guy or more, I would think, in years to come. Yeah, I agree. And he, we never know. Did he get banged up early? Those things happen. We don't know. But, been, yeah. you know, because to yeah. me, his value is you line him up on one side. He can slow down the run. He can slow down quarterbacks. I, yeah. He's he's an every snap guy unless he's hurt. So we'll yeah. see how that plays out. Scotty, I got to get to Some purdy runs. Right. Yeah, some purdy runs oh, purdy. to the Lions late, too. Purdy runs. Yeah. I, don't, I don't, you know. Boy, you got a purdy run. I'm like, what is this, Deliverance 3 on the bay in a kayak? Oh, no. Come on. No. <laughs> I mean, make a tackle. You know, AJ, one thing uh, that this Al Karsten, uh, who I follow on Twitter, also sent out. How about Aiden Hutchinson? Listen to this. Recorded a 53.7 PFF pro football focus grade versus the Niners. Second worst of 2023 by any defender. His 34.8 run defense grade was the worst of his career. Three total QB pressures are the second lowest total this season and only the fourth game with under six in the first game since week 11 without a QB 
hit. That's yeah. Aiden Hutchinson. No. Wow. He had a couple of close calls yesterday and did not get home, Man. and that could have made a lot of difference. And you know what? Hutchinson's a winner. He'd be the first person to tell you that that's not acceptable. That's not that. That's He's not still young. Years. He's a second-year exactly. guy. It's part of that youth movement. They learned a lot. I think yep. Campbell's message to them uh, Scotty, then I got to get to a network timeout afterwards where he said, yeah, Hey, go, you don't go. know, you know, getting here is so tough. I don't know if we can get back here. That almost is the billboard message for the team during the offseason. Can you get back to the NFC championship 100%. game and finish business? And give them a chip on their shoulder the way they had Amen. this year climbing the mountain to, to stay at the top. Amen, brother. Hey, great job, man. You're one of the best on the NFL network, especially on the Red Zone channel, Scott. Uh, Rochester native on the east side of the state. Thank you so much for your time. All right, Bill. Good to be with you, man. That's good, man. He's got energy. I, I didn't know he was a Detroit guy.